Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened. Go with me if you got a Bible. Uh, first of all, if you have a Bible, just let me see, put it in the air. Like, where's all my Bibles at? Okay. Where, where, where's all my electronic Bibles, all my phones? You you, you the Bible on your phone, okay. Um, look at your Bible and say, or look at your Bible. Look at your neighbor and say, bring your Bible to church. Like, just like, you need a Bible, man. Exodus chapter 3, it's in the very beginning of your Bible. And I will forewarn you, tonight, I have no title. I have no points. I have no notes. Um, I sat down to prepare notes, and I went, you know, I don't really, like, I, I don't want to do, a me- like, a sermon tonight because I, I just want to read a passage, and I want to share a, a thought. Um, it's like, Brandon, isn't every sermon a thought? Like, what are you talking about? I, as if we were sitting down at, uh, count of three, yell at me, your favorite fast food establishment. One, two, three. Okay, not, every, not everybody participated. Okay, favorite fast food establishment, one, two, three. Uh, ooh, cookout. Ooh, my goodness. Like, wh- where else can you get a quesadilla, a burger, and a milkshake as a combo? Cookout for the win. Um, as if we were at cookout drinking a banana chocolate milkshake, eating a chicken quesadilla, and having a hot dog. Um, like, what a terrible combo. Um, I, I just want, want to share with you something that I've been thinking about as we get ready for camp. Um, in, in here tonight, full participation, uh, how many of you, by show of hands, you are going to summer camp? Okay, like that's, that's, that's most of the room where we're going to summer camp. Um, if you're here and you're like, well, I'm officially going to pack up my purse and go home because I'm not going to summer camp. This doesn't apply to me. Um, let me just say it actually does apply to you Be- because here's, here's all summer camp is. Summer camp is, is just us saying, um, I'm going to take money. I'm going to take time. I'm going to set it aside and I'm going to on purpose, someone say on purpose. I'm going to on purpose put myself in a place where I can meet with God. I, I mean, that, that, that really is like, that's, that's the secret sauce of camp. The secret sauce of camp is not the fact that you're sweating 17 gallons a day and you forgot your deodorant, so it's very uncomfortable for people around you and you slept for three hours and you ate one chicken nugget and you threw up. Like, that, like, that's, not, like that's not the secret sauce. The secret sauce of summer camp is we're gathered together for the intention of saying, God, we need you. Kimberly was reminding us in our pre-service prayer that um, expectation really does precede experience. That whatever you expect is what you get. God's kingdom is a you get what you expect kingdom. Jesus said, according to your faith or your expectation, let it be done. The world is at your fingertips. God has made all of his promises available. He will do anything and everything that he has written. It applies to you. But expectation or faith is the all access pass. So if you're like, I'm not going to summer camp. Well, I have good news for you. You could go to summer camp like at your house. You could go, you know what, uh, this weekend, um, maybe I'm not going to summer camp, but I could actually shut off my TV. I could turn off my phone. I could um, make a decision to not go to that party. And I could like spend three days just saying, God, um, I'm going to intentionally seek you and pursue you in, in, in prayer, in your word. In, like, 
what I want to talk about tonight is not summer camp necessarily. I want to talk about how do you prepare yourself to meet with God? How do you prepare yourself to meet with God? And I want to go to Exodus chapter three and read the first 10 verses. And I just want to give you a couple thoughts. And just so you know, before we get there, look at your neighbor and say, he's warning you. He's okay. Just so you know, before we get there, what, what I'd like to do as we uh, clo- close service is um, I actually want to invite all of our adult leaders up. <clears throat> and I want to invite uh, anyone and everyone who's uh, going to be going to summer camp. I, I want to invite you to come forward and I want for us to pray for you tonight. And I want to pray for, for you before we, we go to summer camp. And I want to pray that you would have a supernatural encounter with God. I want to pray that God would, would, would radically touch your heart and change your life in a way that for the rest of your life, you look back and go, I remember 2022 summer camp. God did this in my life and I was never the same. I, I have multiple moments that I can look back and I can say, I remember this date right here that God did this in my life and I was never the same. Some of them are camps, some of them are conferences. Some of them are just random parking lots that I was praying in. One of them was upstairs in the sanctuary. I was interning here, which basically meant I was cleaning the church for free. And um, I, I took a break from cleaning and I went and laid in the middle of the sanctuary, flat on my face with my arms spread out. And I just said, God, I need you. Like, I, I, I don't fully know what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm insecure. And I just, I called out to God and God met me in that place. I want to pray and believe that this would be, be a, a camp experience. I don't, I don't care about the speakers. I don't care about the worship because your heart, someone say heart first, because your heart first and foremost was like, man, God, I need you. And so I'm, I'm leaning in. And I think there's something in Exodus chapter three that's actually gonna help us to know what to do or how to do that. So let me read it to you. Exodus chapter three, the first 10 verses. By the way, we got new TVs. Did any, like, I, to be honest, I don't even know why we got new TVs. I got COVID and then I was traveling for a week and I came back and someone was like, oh, hey, by the way, while you're gone, we got new TVs. And I was like, cool, but why? But like, what? Like, did someone break them while I was gone? Or I don't, I don't know why, but we got new TVs. It's because I left, yeah. Maybe I should leave more often. We'll get cooler stuff. Um, but Exodus chapter three, starting in verse one, let me read it to you out of the ESV translation. Here's what it says. Um, it says, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he left the flock to, he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Verse two, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. This is the famous burning bush story, if you've ever heard it. And so notice this, the Bible says, so he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the the, the bush was not consumed. Verse three, then Moses said, this is important, I want you to catch this. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. Verse four, if you don't get anything, you got to get this. So when, someone say when. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. 
Then he said, do, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for this place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Now notice for a second, um, you might be here and you're like, I don't even know if like God is real. Like, I, like, okay, maybe I was like raised in church, but I don't even know if I know. God is introducing himself. God is making his reality known to Moses. He goes, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid <coughs> to, 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 to look upon God. Verse seven says, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place where the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Pezrites and the Hivites and all the other ites, the Jebusites and the ites and the ites, verse nine, all the other ites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me and I've also seen the oppression which the Egyptians have oppressed them. Verse 10, last verse we'll read. Come now, therefore I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. Have you ever tried something before and you failed? Anybody brave enough just to take 15 seconds and tell, tell the class tonight what you've tried and failed before? Caspian. <laughs> uh, anybody, Christina? Nice, no longboard. Anybody else you've tried something and you failed before? Owen. Nice, nice. So uh, I, I moved here when I was 16 years old. I think I was 16. I don't fully remember. Um, and I, I really wanted to be like a singer-songwriter. I don't, I don't know if you think this is cool. Like in my mind, like singer-songwriters, like that's, that's still like you're, you're the coolest person in the world. And um, I can't really sing. So like so I was humming the other day and, and this lady, she, I was in public, she goes, ooh, you have a beautiful voice. And I'm like, I, I literally was like, ma'am, you have a bad ear because my voice is not, like, just trust me, my voice is not good. And I know my voice isn't good because uh, I was in youth group and we, I don't know why we were doing this, but we were like recording worship for a season. And, and I was like, hey, I, I don't know if, if you know Robert Cottle. Um, he's on staff at our church. Uh, he was a youth leader when I was in high school. And I'm like, yo, Robert, 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 like turn the recording. I was after youth group. I'm like, everyone's gone. I'm like, Tur turn the recording on. I wrote a song and I want to record it. And I get up here with my guitar and I record this song that I wrote. I don't even know what it was about, but I record the song that I wrote. And I'll never forget when he played it back, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. In my mind, I sounded good. In my mind, I'm like, I can do this. And the moment I heard it, I'm like, yep, uh, my singing career is officially over. Lessons will not help this. I will, I, and, and I, I, I gave up. Moses is kind of in this place. So if you don't know the story of Moses, Moses actually grew up in uh, a palace. He grew up uh, with, uh, with uh, really being royalty. And, and Moses goes out, the children of Israel, they're in slavery. And something in him, something in him feels compelled to say, this is not right. And I think I'm supposed to do something about it. 
There was something in Moses before Moses was even called by God that he knew what God had called them to do. Can I say to you tonight that all of us, we have something in us before we're even called by God that we know God's called us. There's something in us that we, even if we can't articulate it, even if we've ignored it, we know that something's there. And Moses is like, I don't, I just, I, I'm supposed to do something. And so, so Moses goes and he kills this Egyptian. He's like, yo, you are messing with my people. And he just like, uh, takes him out. And, and what he's expecting, the Bible says, is for everybody to go, whoa, Mo- Moses, our deliverer. He is amazing. Instead, the children of Israel were like, who do you think you are? Matter of fact, the next day, two Egyptians or two, uh, two of the children of Israel were fighting. And he's like, guys, 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 guys. And they look at him and go, yo, what are you going to do? Kill us too, like you did the Egyptian yesterday? And so, so, so Moses freaks out. He's like, oh my gosh, like people know what I did. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm going I'm to get killed. I'm going to get arrested. And so Moses flees. And I don't remember the, the exact amount of years, but I want to say it was something like 40 years. Moses, where we pick up, he's in the wilderness. Let me say it this way. And he's settled for less than who God's called him to be. Like Mo- Moses, he's like, all right, well, I guess, like, I guess that my singing career is over. And he, 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 he flees, he meets a woman, he gets married, he joins their family. And basically he's content. Like, have, have you ever just felt like, you were just content. It's like, honestly, like, I know I'm making a C right now and I'm probably not going to like pass that class. But like, honestly, I don't know, man, Doritos and Xbox, like I'm, I'm pretty content. Moses was content, but, but God was still pursuing him. Can, 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 can Can I say to you tonight, even if you are in a place of contentment where you're like, ah, no, I'm, I'm good. God will continue to pursue you because God has a calling on your life. God has purpose for your life. God desires to use you. God desires to do something in and through your life. And so God, like that person that just won't stop, God keeps pursuing us. And God finds Moses out in the wilderness. Have you ever um, like socially promised something you know you're not gonna actually do? Has this ever happened to you? Like, let me, let me give you an example. Um, I do this with great intentions, great intentions, almost every single Sunday. Uh, the conversation goes something like this. Pastor Brandon, we should totally connect. And I go, absolutely, man. I'd love to. This week, let's make it happen. And I have the best of intentions. But I'd say I'm, I'm batting like 20%. B- because you, you, like, you have a, like, you have good intentions, right? Like, hey, like, we should connect. We should, like, have you ever done this? Have you ever texted someone? Have you ever, like, socially been like, hey, man, we should totally hang out. But then it never happens. I, I, I would like to propose that for many of us, this is how our relationship with God is framed in. We, 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 and I'll explain it here, here in a moment, but let me just give you a little bit of setup. We, we have moments where it's like, we, we can sense God trying to do something. We can sense God trying to speak to us. Like maybe just, I'll make it practical. You're in church on a Wednesday night and something in worship is kind of like, ah, I think God's trying to pull me. Something in the sermon's like, ah, I think God's trying to do something. You wake up at a random time in the middle of the night and you're like, ah, I think God's maybe trying to reach out, but you leave it right there. Notice with me and, and uh, Brad, go, go back to Exodus chapter three, um, verse two. Go to verse two. Notice it says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to Moses in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. 
So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush wasn't consumed. So God shows up. Let's pretend like this is the burning bush. I wish we could do pyrotechnics and we could light it on fire. Wouldn't that be cool? It's like, how'd you burn your, burn your church down? Dope sermon illustration about Moses. It, like, I know we don't have a place to meet anymore, but it was so awesome. Um, like, this is the burning bush and, and God shows up. In other words, God's going, Moses, like, like, like Moses' phone, phone buzzes. Hey, Big Mo, this is God. Let's connect. See, and, and, and for a lot of us, we leave it right there. Yeah, man, camp was crazy, bro. I really felt like God was like, you know, doing something in my life. But, but, but all that was, was God going, hey, I, I really want to have a relationship with you. Hey, 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 hey. I really, I, I really got stuff I want to say to you. Hey, 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 I really have a purpose and a plan and something I want to deposit in you. And we go, oh, that, that's awesome, man. Like, that's so cool. Man, crazy encounter with God. He hasn't encountered God yet. All he's got is a text message, a knock on the door. Big Mo would love to connect. That's all he's got so far. But for many of us, we go, yeah, man, crazy encounter with God. I felt goosebumps. I cried a lot. I heard a voice from a phone. It was crazy. But, but can I tell you that that's not an encounter with God necessarily. It's just God trying to knock at the door of our heart. Go, go, go to verse four and, and look what happens. Or maybe it's verse three, whatever one we didn't read just now. Verse, verse three, look at what it says. And so Moses says, I'm gonna turn aside and see this great sight why the bush does not burn. Can, can I just make an observation that Moses didn't go, whoa, crazy burning bush. That's amazing. All right, see you later, man. No, M Moses recognized, hold on. Like, I don't, something's happening here. And the Bible says that Moses made an intentional decision to go, hey, I, I, need, to, I need to stop what I'm doing. Like, like th this can wait. This is not priority. I need to go see what this is. And verse four, it's, it's the, everything I want you to see tonight. The Bible says, so when? So, someone say when. Uh, if, if, if you're a note taker, I would circle that word when. Like, like let's, let's use some examples. If, if I were to say, um, uh, Tiffany, I will give you $1,000 when you learn to do a triple backflip. <laughs> what? what's like, what's the crux of her getting the thousand dollars? Thank you so much. If, if I were to be like, Hey, Hey Nicholas, if you will come power wash my house and clean out my gutters and make my property look good, I'll give you a million dollars. He's like, actually I could do that though. I'll be there tonight. Um, <clears throat> what, like what's the crux of him getting that million dollars? When he, Notice the Bible says, so when, just, just for good measure, someone say when. when. So when the Lord saw, can I tell you God is watching? The Bible says in Proverbs 5.21 that the eyes of the Lord, they scan to and fro the whole earth, that God, he's pondering your path. He's, he, he, he's watching you. The Bible says, so when God saw that Moses turned aside to look, then God called to him 
from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, here I am. All, all I really want to preach and really want to communicate to you tonight is this, is that um, you, you have to turn aside. You, you, you have to, to make an intentional effort. You, you have to make a decision to, to maybe put down what you're holding and change your, your priorities to, to, to lean in and investigate when God comes knocking. Be, because can I tell you that goosebumps at camp like a really powerful, interesting word. Like, wow, that was like that, that changed me. The reality is it didn't change you. It sparked your interest. Wow, man, bro, seriously, like worship at camp, bro, changed my life. No, it didn't. It made you emotional. That's what it did. Like, like music has a way of doing that. You do know that, right? And, and I'm not discounting the presence of the Lord, but like you can make fun of me. I went to the, does anybody know who John Mayer is before I make this reference? Anybody like three people? Cool. I went to a concert with my wife, not a Christian concert. And I like, I cried. Like, I was like, man, this is like, this is powerful. But because music does that. Atmosphere does that. Like lights and fog and lasers and like, like, Music has a way of moving our emotions. I'm not discounting the presence of the Lord, but oftentimes what happens is we get moved emotionally. We go, oh man, God changed me. No, he didn't. God knocked on the door of your heart and tried to get your attention. That's what God did. Man, the sermon tonight, seriously, bro, I'll never be the same. Ah, maybe. All that happened was you got a little bit convicted that maybe I should change when these areas that God's been speaking to me. All you did was get a little bit stirred to go, you know, actually, like maybe God does have something for my life. All you did was hear the knock on your heart. All, all you did was see a burning bush. But for so many of us, what we do is we go, whoa, the burning bush, the lights, the lasers, the music, the preaching. Man, I'll never be the same. But it's, but time proves that that's actually not true, though you are the same. Why? Be- because what, what Moses did, we often do not do. See, what Moses didn't do is go, wow, the burning bush. Wow, it's amazing. I, I got to go home and tweet about this. You'll never guess today I saw a burning bush, fire. That, maybe that's where it came from, actually. Maybe that's where the expression came from, fire. Like, he, he didn't do that. M- Moses went, no, no, ho- hold on. This may be from God. This may actually even be God knocking the door of my heart, but I've yet to have an encounter with God. And so I'm going to, the Bible says when Moses turned aside, when Moses turned aside to further investigate and lean in and say, no, 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 God. Like that's when God spoke. Can, can Can I tell on myself? I would say a lot of times, 90%, 90%, ah, maybe that's not true. Let me, let's go 50%, make myself feel better. 50% of what I write in my journal is, is my thoughts on what God might be saying based on a knock at my heart. Oh, burning bush. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I feel something. I, I'm, I'm inspired. I feel oh, what God is saying is maybe, possibly, but I'll just be honest enough to say a lot of times I, I, I say burning bush, that's amazing. Wow, like God, and, and then I move on rather than going, this is not time to be, to, to be writing in my journal. 
This is not time for, for me to be moving on. This is time for me to be turning aside to saying, God, I, I, I can sense right now in my life you're trying to do something. God, right now in my life, you're trying to speak to me. God, I think right now in my life, you're trying to change me. God, I think right now in my life, you're trying to, to, to reveal to me the purpose and plan you have. And so I will not stop at a knock on the door of my heart. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to put down what I'm doing and I'm going to lean in to say, God, this is a season for me to lean into to you. The Bible says that when God saw, just one more time and we're going to close here in a second. Just say when, when God saw that Moses turned aside, that's when God began to speak. Can I tell you every single one of us, do you know what we are desperate for? We are desperate for a word from God. Did you know that more than like supernatural power to like give us goosebumps and make us speak in tongues, like we're, we're desperate for a word. We are desperate to hear the voice of God. Do you know why? Because it's, it's a word from God that'll give you confidence. It's a word from God that'll give you purpose and direction for the next season of your life. It's a word for God that'll give you the wisdom and creativity you need to overcome the thing you're facing. It's a word from God that will, that will cause fear to be expelled and anxiety to leave forever. It is a word from God that will bring you the confidence to be able to step into the plan. You need a word from God. We don't just need moments with God we, we don't just need cool encounters and camp experiences where we feel like warm and tingling. As a man. We need a word from God. Like we, we, we need to be able to have an encounter with God where God speaks to us to the point that I could say, hey, 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 Christine, tell me, wh what do you feel like God's saying to you right now? And without even thinking about it, we can go, okay, I'll just tell you, the, like the word for, for, of, of the Lord for my life right now, it's this right here. Like I'm, th this is not being braggadocious. This is just me saying like, this is how I live. I could tell you right now, the word of the Lord I know for my life in this season is this right here. But, but it's not because I'm special. It's because I've learned to go, God, like there, there's times and seasons that I just need to stop and I need to lean in and I need to go, God, speak to me. God, more than, more than just a moment in your presence, I wanna lean in and linger and I wanna hear your voice. God, God, I need a word. I need direction. I, God, I, I need your voice that will heal me and will change me and will transform me and will break sin and br break addiction. and break. I need a word from God. And I, I'm, I'm just, I came stirred up tonight to tell you, you will only receive a word from God when you move past the moment into real pursuit of Jesus. Do, do, do you know how this weekend, if, if you're going to camp, how you're really going to receive from God in a way that will change you? It's, it's not just like experiencing the moment, but it's lingering after the moment. It's, it's, it's not just going, oh, crazy service. Like, wow, oh, is, 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 is tonight the Holy Spirit crying out? All right, I'm going to get my tears ready. I'm gonna, but it's, it's lingering. It, 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 it's when camp is over. Going home and not going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I missed you so much. Phone, have you been okay without me? It's been three days. Has, 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 has anybody bothered you? Is anybody, it, it's going actually like, it's been a great three days and I don't really need you so much. I, actually, I'm not going home and rushing back to try to get back to normal. I'm, I actually kind of just want to linger in this space. 
of not being distracted and not being, being to, I, I just want to linger right here, God, Be, because you started something at, at the burning bush, but it is not complete in me. And oh, how foolish I would be to think that a song or a sermon or good vibes in a service changed me. No, God, you started something. God, you knocked at the door of my heart. God, you're, you're trying to get my attention. And like Moses, I want to I wanna turn aside enough. I want to pause and I want to lean into to you enough so that like Moses, when you see this posture of heart change, that you begin to speak. Kimberly, if you could just come up and, and clo- close on the keys and we're, we're going to close right here. Um, <clears throat> so you, 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 you know what it was that, that Moses spoke or I'm sorry, that God spoke to Moses. God began to affirm to Moses that he wasn't done with him. God not only introduced himself and, and said, hey, this is who I am, and revealed himself to Moses, but God, he, he started affirming to Moses, I'm not done with you. Hey, hey, Moses, remember back here when you tried and you failed? I'm not done with you, man. I still have a purpose. I still have a plan. I still want to use you. Can I tell you what God desires is that as we turn aside to not only reveal himself to us, but to, but to begin to affirm with us, to us there's more in front of us, that, that God really does have something for our future, that maybe we've tripped up and we've messed up, and we've been, but, but that God will redeem and restore and he will bring us to the place that he ultimately desires us to be. That is fulfilling and walking in relationship with him and his plan. And so here, here's what I want to do. I want to ask if you are, uh, if, if, you're, if you're an adult leader, would you just stand up real quick? If you're an adult leader, would you stand up? <clears throat> and this is going to be a, a little bit messy for a second, uh, but, but just go with me. Um, just, just for clarity's sake, uh, uh, how, how do we do this? The, the, is, it, it works the best. Mm. Um, li- leaders, why don't you just come up and just stand right here? Just come stand up at the front. And he, he, here in a moment, I'm, I'm going to ask that if you are, uh, will you put this over there to the side? Thank you so much. That that if you are going to summer camp um, here in a moment, that you you would just have enough boldness that you would stand up and you would literally just come to the front. And and we won't be able to pray for everybody individually tonight, but I would love for you to just come to the front. And I just want us as leaders to just extend our hands, even even lay hands on you. And I want us to pray for you tonight. And I want to pray that as we get ready for camp, that first of all, God would just sober us to the reality that God wants to do something. That man, like, yeah, I'm going to camp, but, but this year could actually be a year that marks my life for God could heal me. God, God could free me. God could change me. And, and I want to pray that God would help you in your own unique way to know how it is to turn aside. How you can posture your heart in such a way that when God sees it, he speaks to you. So if, if you're going to summer camp, would you just stand? Would you just, would you just come to the front? Come on. I know it's pretty much everyone in the room, but would you just come to the front? And you just come straight up here and, and, and leaders. Um, yeah, just, just come on, come up here. Um, by the way, if, if you're not going to camp, would you just stand up with us? And, and if you're not going to camp, would you just extend your hands toward everyone who is? And, and leaders, let's kind of gather around. Let's just extend our hands. And uh, let's close our eyes and bow our heads down. I just want to pray. 
God, we, we, we come together as leaders and we just extend our hands to every single one who's gonna be going to summer camp this weekend. Um, God, we, we, we don't know, but you know specifically where every single one of them are in their life. God, you know their fear. You know their anxiety. God, you, you know their confusion. God, you know disappointment and frustration. You know areas where, where they may feel bound. God, we're, ask, we're asking in the name of Jesus that this would be a weekend for every one of them that supernaturally you would free them, you would heal them, you would deliver them. God, you would open their eyes to see you in a way that they've never seen you before. God, you'd open their ears to hear your voice. You would speak to them. You would talk to them. I pray in Jesus' name that you would give them prophetic words of, uh, uh, of the future and the purpose and plan you have for them. I pray that, God, you would light their heart, so to speak, on fire for you, that, that, that a flame would, would just would, would, would burn bright in them with passion and hunger and desire for you. God, I pray right now that every weapon of the enemy that this weekend would try to destroy or distract, in Jesus' name, we say it will not work. And I pray in Jesus' name that supernatural, transformative encounters with you will happen this weekend. God, help us to know how to put aside what is distracting us and turn our attention, turn aside to you to say, God, we want to hear you. We want to know you. We want what you have for us. So in Jesus' name, we pray this will be a supernatural, transformative, life-changing weekend. We speak blessing. We speak freedom. We speak healing. We speak newfound friendships and relationships. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been inspired by this word. To help awaken your faith on a regular basis, subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message. Thank you so much for listening.